0: What's up, you guys, and welcome back to the fun and games podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton. I am really excited about today's episode because I'm going to be sharing 21 things I've learned in this year of 2021. Honestly, you guys, I feel like it is so normal and something that we all do is like reflect on the year that we just had like how much we've grown, things we've done, things that we wish we didn't do, things that we wish we did do, and kind of like coming up with new plans for the new year. So kind of as a recap of this last year, I want to talk about some things that I've learned because I feel like for me, this has been a huge year of growth and I've feel like a totally different person. I usually don't feel that way. Usually I'm like, this was such a good year. I feel happy and positive, but this year was really hard for me. And I just feel like I'm a completely different person. I've grown up so much throughout this year. And honestly, with starting this podcast, I feel like I have also learned so much. This podcast has only been out for, I don't even think two full months yet, but I have learned so much. And I really feel like I pushed myself in new ways that I've never pushed myself this year. And that has really set me up for what I think is going to be a really good year in 2022. I'm really hopeful that this next year is going to be really awesome and uplifting and positive where I feel kind of a dark cloud from this year. I'm ready for the next one and I'm ready to see what kind of comes from it. And I really just want to say, like, whether this was a good year or a bad year for you, a whole lot is ahead for us, full of potential for 2022. Like, We have so much potential that's coming. So if you're kind of with me that this past year was kind of a little bit challenging for you, we've got this next year and it's going to be awesome. And if you had a great year this year, I hope the next year is just as successful and just as happy and amazing for you as well. So let's hop into 21 things I learned in 2021. The first thing is learning that I was enough. I truly don't feel like I thought I was enough in a business sense. Me as a self, like me myself as an individual, I've always felt like I have worth, like I I am spiritual. I get like my relationship from God and that's how I feel really happy. But when it comes to like my business, I always felt like I needed other things or other people or other companies. I didn't feel like I was strong enough on my own or creative enough or good enough just like as a businesswoman, if that makes sense. But when I started the podcast and I finally did this one thing that was just for me, I was really, really nervous and scared to do. I learned so much of just what I'm capable of. And it's really helped me realize that I am enough on my own. And that all you guys want is for me just to share me no filters or anything. And that just helps me realize like, I have such bad imposter syndrome. I'm like, nobody cares, you know, all these negative thoughts that I've just been having. And launching this podcast has been an entire new wave of feelings. And I just feel like I've grown up so much from doing this. And I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being so supportive where this isn't like super curated content. It's just me sitting down and having a chat with you for a while. So it's just so freeing to know that I am enough. And I don't know, that was just like a huge thing of growth for me, a huge mental shift for me to know that I can do things on my own. I don't need to keep holding back. I don't need other things to make me successful. Like I as a person, as a businesswoman, am enough by myself. I don't know if that makes any sense, but for me, that was one of the biggest things that I learned this year. Number two is small moments matter. And this is one that I feel like I lost touch of during 2020. And maybe you were like me and you were like really nervous about getting sick, you you know, you just kind of were living in fear of what's gonna happen next. And I felt it was so hard to live in the present Because everybody was on lockdown and it was just this like constant paranoia and it was hard to live in that. But moving to California at the start of this year reminded me that there is so much to life and that those small moments matter. We would seriously just watch each sunrise and sunset on the beach. And to me, that was life-changing, absolutely life-changing. My energy, my life, my confidence started to blossom again. And it was so healing internally to remember that there's so much more to life than just what's in my home, what's in my four walls to my house, and that like little moments of laughter just really helped keep me going. My feet in the sand, like the warm sun, and just I'm holding on to those small moments, those small memories, and not overlooking them, trying to live in the present being present in my life and kind of reconnecting to that where I feel like 2020 was such an odd and weird bubble where I felt so removed from myself, from other people, from the world, just everything. So this was a big year of reconnecting and trying to heal that all again. So honestly, you guys, I I can't even believe that I moved from Arizona to California, back to Arizona, and now to Michigan. It's kind of crazy how much we moved, but That little move to California seriously changed my life and Darian's and it was the best time of our life. Like we are always talking about it. We can't wait to go back and especially right now during the cold winter in Michigan, we're really missing Southern California. Number three is one day or night of overeating won't ruin results. This is one that I just wanted to share deeply with all of you because I know how true and important this is. And I know a lot of people are still worrying about this, but I need to say it again one night of fun is not going to ruin your results. You don't have to worry about the one time that you mess up, okay? Get up and keep going. That consistency overall is way more important. I know a lot of times when we kind of fall off, we get in our head and say, oh, I messed up. I just should quit. Or I'll start over at the beginning of next week. Pick back up the next day. When you overeat, it is okay. It is seriously, it is okay. It is not the end of the world. You don't need to starve yourself the next day. Eat normally. Make sure you hydrate have your fruits, have your vegetables, have your protein, have your carbs, your fats, eat normal, prioritize whole foods, and you're golden. You're totally good. You don't need to freak out about it. Just get back up next day and you're going to be great. Number four is taking three to four days off from the gym. One week won't ruin results. So again, it kind of is the same thing of A lot of times I was too busy or I was moving and I would get a little bit panicked of, oh my gosh, I'm missing workouts. Like what's gonna happen to me? What's gonna happen to my body? Am I gonna get super bloated? Like what is gonna happen to me? And what I've realized is I'm okay. I am 100% okay taking that time off from when I was moving or having a bad day or I was stressed or I was having too many cramps. I couldn't hit the gym. It's okay. Again, that consistency overall, is really what has just been the biggest takeaway of this year for me again is It's all about this long timeline. Like imagine such a long line, okay? We have 365 days out of the year. Let's say once a week, you know, you kind of maybe, air quotes, mess up, which I even hate that terminology, but maybe you overeat or maybe you were a little bit extra lazy. That's still 52 days, right? Once, one time a week, 52 days out of 365. You are okay. Like you can breathe. There's room. For mistakes, there is room for that and you have time. You're okay. You don't have to like stress about getting these results in three weeks, four weeks. Make it a lifestyle, change that mindset, get into it for the consistency, and you're going to be good. And of course, like if you're really trying to see results you're going to want to push and try to be more consistent. I'm just saying I know that we all get in our heads too often and being too hard on ourselves when maybe we aren't absolutely perfect. There is room for mistakes and for that growth and for that learning in this journey. Like you it's not so straight line and so linear like there's just room for that That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying like, oh, it's okay to, you know, five days out of the week, mess around and, you know, not get serious. You do have to put in work, hard work to get results. Don't get that wrong and don't get that twisted. But I'm just saying you have the time, you have the space. It doesn't have to be so rushed and you don't have to put so much pressure on yourself. Number five is don't let the voice of others get in your head. Oh, this is one that I'll even share a story about this one, okay? I felt like I looked too masculine in a photo before I was posting on Instagram. Like, initially, I was like, dude, I look shredded. This is so awesome. Like, this is what I've been striving for. Like, I finally freaking made it. I was so proud of myself. And then this tiny voice in the back of my head from, like, all of these TikToks that I see. Oh, females look too masculine, and you know, I had this like inkling of, oh no, wait, do I look too masculine? Because my muscles look pretty big. Like I look like I have a lot of muscle mass on me. So for a split second, I was thinking, oh my gosh, am I actually going to be like judged for this? Am I going to be put down for this? I was a little bit afraid of what others were going to say about my body, and I was like, kind of shocked and like, oh no, maybe I'm not going to share this. I I don't think I can. I'm worried. And then as soon as like, it seriously took me like, this is all in a matter of like 15 seconds, right? Like our brains are that quick at like, oh my gosh, I love it. Oh no. What about this like voice inside you that's like pulling you down? And then you're like, no, like push that voice out of your head, punch it, beat it, put it in the corner and be like, no, get in your freaking place. You don't belong here. And I was like, seriously, this is what I freaking have worked so hard for. Why am I upset that I have muscle mass when I'm in the gym trying to freaking get shredded? Like, why Why am I letting the voices of others depict my happiness or depict my goals and make me feel bad about what I want out of what I'm working out for and what my goals are? So I just like wanted to share that with you guys. And I posted that picture on Instagram and I even shared for a split second, I thought, oh, I'm not going to post this. And The amount of comments and love and support I had on that completely blew me away. And again, I was like, okay, we don't need to listen to those mean voices. We don't need to listen to anybody except in our heart, in ourselves, like what do we want and what makes us happy? And I actually get a lot of comments about this too and like DMs and stuff where Other girls are like, guys say I shouldn't lift because it's going to make me too bulky or I shouldn't do this because it's going to, you know, make me look like this. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what they say, truly. To be as happy as we can be, we've got to find that within ourselves, that deep happiness and that is what matters and that's where that's always going to stem from, not what other people think, not what other people say. You will never be happy if you're constantly chasing what other people want you to be period like again I've already said on my podcast like you could be the juiciest perfect nice peach and there are still people out there who just don't like peaches you are not going to be able to please and make everybody else happy you've got to do that for yourself and don't let other people get in your head keep pushing keep doing you and let's go 2022 Number six is to try to meet new people and stay in touch with those that you really vibe with. I am an army brat. That's how I grew up. I moved all the time. It's a little bit hard for me to put myself out there and meet new people. So this is something that I really worked on this year. And even like talking to Darian, who is a complete social butterfly, he's even said that I have come leaps and bounds with this of actually trying to like initiate conversation or text somebody first like even if I want to have like a play group or a play date with somebody I'm like okay like it's okay I can you know contact somebody first it's just like ingrained in me since I was a young girl that I'm a little bit scared of that that's just something that's been scary for me so that's something I've worked on and that it is worth it to try and to make new friends especially because I've been moving so much And then the second part of that was to stay in touch with those that you really vibe with. So it's okay if you try to make a new friend. Making friends as an adult is extremely hard, especially if you're like in a couple because like both pair of the couple have to get along with the other pair of the couple. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times, you know with Darian and I it's like oh well like the husband but we don't like the wife or we like the wife we don't like the husband so it's like hard to find like the perfect pairing and you know a lot of times we we really get along with everybody I'm not (laughs) saying that we like pick and choose but if you're in a couple you kind of understand what I'm saying like it's hard to really really vibe with the people you really connect with and that's something I've been realizing is when I come out of a hangout with people who do I feel like draws my energy where I'm like, oh, I feel so drained. Like that was just like not what I wanted. And I feel really exhausted from hanging out with certain people opposed to there are people that I hang out with where I leave and I'm bouncing off the walls. I feel so happy and motivated and I'm like just so excited and so like lit up from being around certain people. And I've really realized that it's those people whose energy I really vibe with. It is worth it to keep like a friendship and to try to just connect and be with those people more than the people who kind of drain my energy. So that's something I've been a little bit more conscious of in my life and in adulthood is I really don't have to please people. If I just don't get along with somebody, I can be so nice and civil and it's not like I'm going out of my way to be mean to them or to not invite them to things, but naturally you're drawn to people who you vibe with and have high energy. And I don't think there's anything wrong with choosing to hang out with those people over other people. So that's something I've definitely learned this year. Number seven is that sacrifices are needed to be made to see growth and change. And oh, let me just say, This one can be so uncomfortable, but this is where growth comes from. And you know, if you want something, anything bad enough, it comes from making those sacrifices. Where if I really want to focus on my health, I've got to let go of other things that are taking up my time so I can put a little bit more time and effort into going to the gym, trying to plan, grocery shop, just putting a little bit more of my time and attention on, I don't know, whatever that health element is for you. I'm using that as an example because this is a health and fitness podcast. But you've got to cut back on other times. So maybe you're eliminating, you know, five to 20 minutes of TV time or just aimlessly scrolling on TikTok, on Instagram, you know, cut that down a little bit or cut down whatever it is in your life that you need to sacrifice in order to make more time for something else that is a higher priority. And it's hard to make those sacrifices. It really, really is, but it is so worth it. And you just have to constantly remind yourself of why why that's more important, and it's not like a level of restriction. It's a level of shifting your priority and saying, this is more important. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there. Number eight, I'm just, it's one line. It's super simple, and I'm just going to read it. It's, life is more than what's on the scale or what size you wear. That's it. Just a reminder, a blanket statement that I feel like every woman needs to hear and internalize is that life is more than what is on the scale and what size you wear. Truly health is about what makes you happy. Find that for you. You will be so much happier if you can let that go and find peace within yourself. Number nine is to get out of your head and to get outside. Darian and I kind of talked about this on a previous podcast episode about how healing and energizing just getting outside physically can be. For me, being outside just heals everything and it really helps me realign and remember and see what matters most. It helps me prioritize and just kind of take a break from all the mundane things or the things in the house that are stressing me out or it just the physical act of getting out, getting outside helps me get outside of myself. I absolutely love that. And I try to use that. And every time I do that, especially in the morning, oh, it just makes my day so much better. I think that's why our time in California was so powerful Is we were constantly outside. All the time, we were just always outside. And I I loved it and it was so freeing because I didn't feel so trapped and locked indoors in my house and I'm really working on I want to do some like modifications not like renovations but I want to just decorate this place so I can make my home a sanctuary because we can't go outside as much in the winter so that's something where I'm going to try my best to still hold on to that and try to get outside when I can even though I live in a really cold state which I know a lot of us do. So that is relatable of trying to find, you know, maybe we can't get out outside, but we can kind of find that balance for us during the winter time. Number 10 is to not be afraid to make big moves even if it doesn't make sense. This is one where I feel like I just have learned to listen to my gut on a lot of decisions and you know, you just got to trust yourself, even if it doesn't make that much sense. If you just feel like you need to do something, I'm just the type of person where I'm like, you can't trust anything if you can't trust yourself, if you can't trust your gut and these kind of like intuition feelings that we have. So, I decided at like the beginning of the new year, I'm not going to continue with the app that I'm with. And I just had this inkling that I needed to do that. I didn't know why. I just had this feeling and it was honestly one of the scariest things I've ever done because I absolutely love the team. The old app that I was with, I love them. I love them. I have nothing bad to say. They are absolutely amazing and fantastic and it's been one of the best opportunities for me. I just kind of had this gut feeling that it was time and to just do that with not having any plan and it not really even making any sense to me, I just went on a limb and, you know, we'll see what happens in 2022. I just had this gut feeling and, you know, I also had that initially back when I decided to quit my full-time job and do social media for the first time and to make that my full-time job. And I was laughed at so hard for telling people I was going to leave and do my own like little business and do like social media. People did not understand that. This was back in 2018. And seriously, nobody understood that. And they just kind of like made fun of me. And every lunch break I had, I would like try to edit a YouTube video or like edit something. And people were like, wow, you're working on your break. Like that's so weird. And you know, people would just kind of make fun of me, poke fun at me. And you know, some people were a little bit supportive and like, oh, like, that's cool. Yeah. But ultimately, in my gut, in my heart, I just knew like, this was something I was so passionate about. I love being able to help educate and share things that I love with others. And, you know, that paid off for me massively you know look where we are now you guys our little family if I didn't ever make that huge jump and make that decision even when it didn't make sense that big big move like I would not be here where I am today so I just have to trust and honor and respect those intuition feelings and those trust your gut and you know you got to make the moves you guys maybe this year you've got a big decision to make You got to trust your gut and go with what your heart says. Today, I'm welcoming a new podcast sponsor, Schwenk Grills. If you haven't heard about these yet, today is the day Darian and I cannot wait to move to Florida and start our hosting era, and this is the perfect way to do it. These grills heat up to over 1500 degrees in less than five minutes, and it uses the exact same infrared technology as the world's best steakhouses. So things are gonna cook really fast. Your steaks can be ready in as little as three minutes, and salmon as well, big salmon girly, Over here we're trying to get all of our protein gains and this delivers on flavor because everything is juicier on a grill they also have a dip tray at the bottom this is probably my favorite feature of these grills you can let all the steak juices just drip to the bottom of the drip tray and then it's going to create these brown bits and you can add butter spices oils into that dip tray also and then pour all the juices back onto the steak and this makes such a big difference in flavor this This grill isn't just for steak, though. You can also cook chicken wings, hamburgers, seafood, even pizza with their pizza stone accessories. So if you've been on the fence for your summer grilling, look no further and get your Schwenk Grill today. That's spelled S-C-H-W-A-N-K. Schwenk Grills. You can use code FUNANDGAINS to get $150 off a Schwenk Grill. Skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you into the brand OSEA. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called O S E A. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere. And it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty free. They're climate neutral, certified, and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company, checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try them as well some of the favorite ones that i use are the body oil and lotion and then i also love the hyaluronic serum and the id puff serum and every time i use them i feel so luxurious They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to oseamalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. Number 11 is that there's no such thing as failing unless you give up. We all make mistakes and we all learn from them. But there is so much growth in this life and in this journey. I just feel like if you fail a PR, you know, it's not truly failing because the next month or a couple of weeks, you're going to be working toward getting this and then you hit that goal and it's a success. Just because that one time you can't lift that super heavy weight or do whatever it is you're trying to do, that doesn't mean that you can't come back stronger and try again at all, period. Like, My life is such a testament of that when I got pregnant and people are telling me my life, my job, everything is over and telling me I'm irrelevant and I should just quit and I'm, you know, I've lost everything and, you know, Vinny was an accident, whatever, all the mean, hateful things people were saying about me. Absolutely not. I was like, I'm coming back two times stronger and I'm going to show that seriously, you do not give up on yourself ever. You keep pushing and you keep going and you do not fail unless you give up. And that's why I feel like a lot of people get embarrassed and they're too scared to try new things because they fear that embarrassment of failure or of messing up. But seriously, you don't fail unless if you give up. If you did not hit your goal one month, let's say your goal was to lose, I don't know, four pounds. If you didn't hit that goal, that doesn't mean you are a failure. Get back up and keep freaking trying to hit that goal until you get it. There is like We have time. I feel like that is something that I just never hear enough. And it is one of the reasons I actually love listening to Gary Vee. I don't know if you know who that is, but he always says, you have time. Like, stop worrying about it. Most of you listening to this podcast are on the younger side of things. If you're in your 20s, for goodness sakes, you have time. Even if you're in your 30s, you have time. If you are in your teens, for goodness sakes. You have so much time. We all have time. And like, that's just such a big thing for me is you do not fail. You are not a failure unless if you give up and walk away. You can keep trying. And I love that. That is so motivating to me and so healing and just such a great mindset to know that I can keep going. Number 12 is to say no when you need to. And say yes when you need to. Again, you just got to trust your gut. But there's a lot of times where there's an opportunity or some type of, you know, little collab where I just don't feel right about it and I say no. Or times when it feels right and I say yes. And you've got to just trust your gut with whatever those decisions are, whether they're personal, business, with your work, anything. Trust your gut. Number 13 is to have some good books to read at night. I love this one. So instead of like scrolling on TikTok or scrolling on Instagram, I love to read a book. It takes my mind off of things and it's just so much fun. So I highly recommend The Alchemist by Paulo. I think it's Chalo. I don't know actually how to pronounce it. Absolutely love that book. I'm currently reading um, The Secret Garden again. I know that's like a very kind of childish book, but I love it. It's very nostalgic for me. I had a garden in college and it was truly, I was a, I was actually a horticulture major before I switched to communication, public relation. Having a garden in college was the most healing thing. I can truly look back on my life. I'm trying not to cry right now and say that that was the most healing time of my life when I had that garden. I was just, it was me. I was like, Taking care of these plants. And if you're somebody who's gardened or, you know, taking care of plants, it's very healing and it's very therapeutic, very, very therapeutic. So I just love that book. It, it reminds me of that time and it's so magical and it just makes my heart happy and it puts me in a good headspace for the night. So go ahead. Maybe we'll have a little book chat about, you know, if people need recommendations. Comment them on the podcast Instagram post or DM them, and I can make a little list so we can get a nice little book chat going on. Not like book club, but you know, book recommendations. Number 14 is to stay off your phone first thing in the morning and don't be on your phone last thing at night. My phone is not the first thing I touch when I wake up in the morning and it is not the last thing I touch when I go to bed. Like I don't want to put that power in my phone where it's like controlling my life. I for whatever reason feel like I I never want to be attached or addicted or reliant on my phone. I just feel like that's an unhealthy relationship in my life. So one of the things that I do is I like to read before or like read at night where my phone is like not the first or last thing i touch i just eat. i just like having that as a barrier for me personally i love looking outside just thinking about anything else but what's on my phone cuz i feel like as soon as you get on your phone you're checking your texts your emails your messages instagram you know dms tiktok youtube and you're constantly bombarded where you need to take care of yourself first Period. You've got to set yourself up for success. You have to fill up your cup at the start of the day before going on with your day. Seriously, like we have to protect our peace and we don't need to be bombarded by the millions of things we have to do or comparing first thing in the morning. That just sets everybody up for such a negative headspace to be comparing and already in that, oh, I feel behind. Look at all these people who are ahead of me. No, we need to have that separation in our life. And I feel like that's been something that has been amazing for my mental health, having that boundary in my life. Number 15 is start something new. Like I started this podcast. I have learned so much from doing this. And just how capable I am and how capable we all are. And we sell ourselves way too short. So many times we just get in our head. We have imposter syndrome and we can just do so much more. So start something now. It can be anything. It can be small. It doesn't have to be a podcast. It can be a podcast if you want, but just try something new. Start something new. It does wonders for yourself number 16 is like a little letter to myself but it's just that you are doing better than you think and again this I feel like this is kind of a theme I've already said this a little bit but I actually just got off a chat with a friend where you know I've been feeling a little bit overwhelmed it's hard to work during the holidays it's hard to like want to be motivated and like grind when it's like the holiday season and for whatever reason I felt like I still need to grind during this time but I Just have accepted the fact that I want to relax and take time with my family and it's okay to take a week or two weeks off from really grinding and I'm not going to suffer from it when in the back of my head I'm like oh I'm going to fall behind you know whatever fears and worries I have anyways I was having these feelings and I got off this chat with this friend and this friend continued to say how much I was crushing and how much I was doing and she was so impressed with all these things and I was like oh wow we really are our own toughest critic. Here I am putting myself down thinking I'm not doing enough where another person is sitting and thinking, how is she doing all that? I can't do that. So I think we do that to ourselves. And that comes from comparison. And truly comparison is the thief of joy. We it's so hard to be happy to find that joy when we are comparing because we're looking at other people and we're always putting ourselves down in that mindset. If we're comparing, you're probably either judging somebody else. You know, we're putting somebody else down to make ourselves feel better because of this insecurity or whatever. So comparison is the thief of joy. We don't want it. Sis is staying in 2021. Goodbye, good riddance, comparison, see you never. But truly, you are doing better than you think. We need to stop being so hard on ourselves and such a tough critic and just give ourselves more love. There's already enough hate in the world. We do not need to be an extra person to hate ourselves. If anything, we should be the one person that is an advocate and loving ourselves. And that's something that we all have to work on and work toward. And it takes time and practice but I think affirmations really help on that. And starting every morning with a clear head and a clear space of I matter, set yourself up for success, fill up your cup first, and then tackle the day. Number 17 is to have a gratitude journal. I, again, have already talked about this a little bit on the podcast, but I have had a gratitude journal since I was 15 or 16, and truly it like saved my life. I love journaling And I love ending my night with that. So that is part of my nighttime routine is journaling and gratitude. Again, not on my phone. When I'm reading and I'm journaling, my phone is already put away. My alarms are on. I don't touch my phone for the rest of the night. So it's kind of a time of reflection and just time to myself about my day. What am I grateful for? Actually look for the little things, those small moments That really mattered to me because it is these small mundane things, those small moments that give us life and help us want to keep going on is the tiny, tiny little things that like make our heart flutter and make our day that made us laugh. And sometimes we're in really dark places. Like I know I've definitely been in some really, really tough times where it's hard to think about good things and it's hard to think of things that I'm grateful for. But even just trying to think of three really simple, small things that I'm appreciative for is such a great practice to have in all of our lives to A, see how blessed we are, how much we have, how fortunate we are, and two a good habit to look for the good in even the worst of circumstances, to help try to give us that positivity, to help try to bring us to a higher level rather than just sink in our kind of cold, dark depression. So for me, that's really helped is at least try to share three things I'm grateful for every night. Number 18 is don't be afraid to mix things up with routines. Again, Sometimes it's really fun to do something new or if you're feeling a little bit uninspired or unmotivated, try a new like little workout class or try something new, go to a different grocery store, anything to make your routine different. Like today, I really wanted to just try something different for fun. It's the holiday season, motivation's a little bit low for me, so I did a Pilates class today. It was not my favorite, actually. I thought it was going to be a little bit more like sweaty and hard. I think I took like an older Pilates class. Like it was definitely like everybody else in the room was way older. So it it was challenging for sure, but it wasn't kind of what I was looking for. Nonetheless, it was still really exciting and it was still really fun to try something new to put myself out there, feel those like nerves, those butterflies if before going to a new class, like what it's... What is it going to be like? What am I going to experience? You know, I haven't done Pilates before. So kind of going into that with a fun little challenge. And it was definitely just nice and a refresher to mix things up. So when I go back to lifting tomorrow, I'm going to be so excited because I missed it. <laughs> Especially after that old Pilates class. Don't get me wrong. It was fun. I think I think the target audience was just a little bit older than me. Number 19 is to make sure you have a solid routine. And if not, you know, make one, you guys. But for me, having a routine has helped me so much. And I used to feel like, oh, I don't want a routine. I want every day to be different. But just having a simple morning and night routine is such a game changer for me because it helps me feel calm and peace and just aligned with everything. And again, those small acts that we do every single day, like having a routine is so powerful because those are things that you do every day, like making a routine. Is your life, you know, though I don't that probably didn't make any sense at all, but I think you know what I'm trying to say when I say that. But my morning routine again, I don't like to touch my phone in the morning. I love to focus on hydrating, taking time for myself, getting a workout in or getting some type of movement in, and just aligning myself for the day. And the nighttime routine again, like no phone. Darian and I like to relax and catch up. We like to read in like a gratitude journal. I love to do my skincare routine. That's kind of just the short version of my routines. And truly, it's been something that has really made me feel comfortable with all of the change that's been happening, especially with moving so much and now living in a different place with no family or friends. It's definitely helped me adjust and feel really comfortable as having a routine. Number 20 is to take time to talk to loved ones and friends. This is something I've been more conscious about, especially now that I'm living far from family, is just to, you know, pop in and check and text and Marco Polo, my family, videos of Vinny, videos of us, and just kind of stay in touch more with my family. Because as we're getting older, you know, the years are passing. We're not living by each other. I don't live by my siblings or by my parents So, the only way I can keep in contact with them is through texting, the group chat, or like Marco Polo. So, I really have been trying to be more active on that. And, you know, my brother is really, really good at like trying to always like keep all of us involved. And I love that. He is always keeping the chat active, which is so needed. But just taking the time to talk to my family and making that a priority, especially now that I'm older, I want to keep a relationship with everybody. And relationships take time and they take work. So focusing on that, even though we live very far from each other. And the very last one, number 21, is to ask for help when you need it. I truly feel like I've been needing so much help this year. It's been going like on two years or a year and a half of me grinding so hard, you guys. Oh my gosh. it It's it seriously like, almost puts me into like a really negative spiral thinking about how hard this year has been because I've pushed myself harder than I've ever pushed myself physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, constantly working, waking up at 5 a.m. at 4.30 sometimes to work and then be with Vinny all day and then at night continue to work and do that every single day, day in, day out for so long. I am exhausted and it has been extremely hard and it's been very hard for me to ask for help. I really, really struggle with asking for help. I don't want to feel like a burden. I feel really uncomfortable. I feel awkward. I just feel like nobody cares. Why bother anybody that I should just do it? I should suffer in silence and nobody cares. I I just I can't. It's very, very hard for me to ask for help. Finally, I have. And I have an assistant and love her, Miss Kelsey. She uploads my podcast for me. So she's probably listening to this right now, but it has been a lifesaver just to get a little bit of help on things that I need to so I can still balance and do the best of both worlds. And you guys, if you need help like professionally with things, ask get it, get the help. It is very hard and it can be really scary and you can feel like you might get judged, but it is so worth it for peace of mind and just for peace of heart and everything. I feel like a burden has been lifted a little bit. I'm excited to continue on the new year and I feel like I'll be able to tackle a lot more projects and a lot more things that I've been wanting to do now that I have a little bit of extra help. And I just want to say that you never have to feel strange or out of place or anything when asking for help. You don't need to. It is okay. You guys, that is just going to wrap up this episode. I really hope you liked it. And I want to just remind you again about the holiday season. Take take a little bit of that pressure, a little bit of that load off from you, okay? It is a time to enjoy, a time to relax, to be with family. I'm not saying you have to completely ignore all of your results and you have to ignore the gym and ignore, you know, trying to eat healthy and everything, but you don't have to be clinging on to this ideal of perfection. There's just a balance between what makes you happy and still continuing along this journey. I would love to hear from you and to hear some things that you've learned this year or maybe some challenges you've faced and overcome any of that. DM the podcast at funandgains.podcast or on today's post for the podcast episode. I'd love to just read those over there, chat with you guys, and really just like learn from you as well. Like what are some things that you learned? Maybe if one of these really spoke to you, I would love to hear that too. I just love any type of feedback, any type of conversation I can get with you guys. It's so nice to just like be in this together. And again, just here to remind you that you are not alone in your journey. Give yourself a little bit of a break during the holidays, a break meaning like mentally and having that pressure that you need to be perfect right now and you have to go to the gym on Christmas day and all that. You can let go of that stress do what you feel like is best for you. And again, having a couple days off is not gonna ruin everything. So just enjoy it, relax. And I will see you all next time for some more fun and games. Thanks for listening. Bye. You're listening to the Fun and Games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review this podcast. And we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. Uh Bye.